What's going on, Spurs Nation? If you're listening to this podcast, it's because you love Spurs basketball. And if you love Spurs basketball and you want to listen to different podcasts, different takes, watch some videos about Spurs ball, and really get your fix, there's only one place to go, and that's to SpursTubeTV.com. Bookmark that page. Check out the podcast. I got them all there for you, not just from SpursTube, but I got uh, Alamo City Limits there. We got... Uh, Spurs and Salsa. We got SSPN at the line, Heroes in the Half Court, right? We're bringing the Spurs content hub to you, so you only need to go to one place, and that's SpursTubeTV.com. You can also find links to Score Big, where you can look for tickets to, to sporting events, concerts for On the Cheap, right? You can also find the links to Fanatics, which is offering official Spurs apparel and awesome merch like the new 75th anniversary jacket, right? Check that stuff out. The shooting jacket, love that stuff. The retro look. Had me hooked from the get-go. If you want to rep your all-star, DeJounte Murray, go to the website, click on the links to the Fanatics fan shop, and it'll take you to where you need to go. So head over to SpursTubeTV.com, join the mailing list so you don't miss a thing, and get your Spurs fix. Por vida. I'm a kinesiology major from the University of Texas at San Antonio, and I have a vision. My vision is to help people become healthier, live healthier lifestyles, make better choices, and to kind of break out of whatever habits that are kind of are keeping them down, keeping them from moving forward in their life and being successful. And that's a vision that I carry into this podcast. And that's a vision that I always keep in the front of my brain when I'm talking to partners and part, potential partnerships with the podcast. And, you know, discussing with Maximum Slim and their products and, and what they got going on, it was easy. It was easy for me to just say like, yo, y'all, you guys, are right there with me. You guys want the same things for my listeners that I want. And that's, you know, for them to live a healthier lifestyle and help them achieve their goals. And Maximum Slim, it's easy. It was easy. Like I said, they're an eco-friendly company that provides premium brand, all natural weight loss products, but they don't just provide the products. And that's, that's where they got me. They also provide their customers with um, health and fitness tips from certified trainers, delicious low calorie recipes from nutritional experts and they provide motivational guidance as well to help the customers live a healthy lifestyle because it's not just about what you take or what you put in your body it's it's the support that you have along the way to help you reach your goals you know my favorite product of theirs is their original coffee their keto coffee love that stuff i'm a beverage guy so you know they're helping men and women from all over the nation shed some unwanted pounds with one simple healthy cup of coffee each day i cannot recommend it enough check out the link in the description below to visit their website check out everything that they can do to help you reach your weight loss and health goals what's going on spurs nation we're heading into all-star weekend it's friday afternoon when i'm recording this i just saw the trailer for uh, hustle which uh, i did a little like pre-review earlier in the season our former spur current spur at the time i did that video uh juancho Hernan gomez is going to be headlining that movie with adam sandler who plays a uh, nba scout for the philadelphia 76ers and he's going to go to europe and he's trying to find the next like luca or dirk and and it's cool movies there's a lot of basketball players in that movie right off the trailer saw guys like matisse Thybul, anthony edwards and just a, a bunch of dudes there's a, there's a bunch of dudes kenny smith is in there. there's a bunch of nba personalities in that movie so i'm excited to see that movie if i, I recommend it to go ahead and and check out the trailer just dropped today um so you know we came off a nice 
win against the OKC Thunder. Uh, I guess nice might be even an overstatement for that game. We didn't do all that well, you know. I, I mean, we we, we kind of played good for three and a half quarters, but somehow down the stretch of that fourth quarter, in the last like three minutes, it went from being a thirteen point game to a uh, four six point game at one point. I think we ended up winning by eight, so we did cover the spread, um, which I think was seven seven and a half points. So, so, you know, the Spurs found a way to make it close there down the stretch and, and whatever. But, you know, we're going to talk about a few things on this pod. We're going to talk about Lonnie Walker. He's been trending upwards. And, like, I, I had an episode a few episodes uh, ago about Lonnie. And I've been hard on him. I've been critical. I've also sung his praises in many of the years prior to this season. So, you know, I'm, I am fair, I think, with all that. Uh, you know, I'm going to talk about what we, what we learned a little bit about in that game and then talk about all-star weekend which we have DeJounte Murray competing in all-star Sunday and what that means for the city and for the Spurs moving forward all right let's talk about this game let's talk about this final game before the all-star break you can tell it was that final game before the break you know I it was a little sluggish that's all Sean Elliott and then we're talking about before the game was like sometimes these games you know it comes down to who has more focus you know everyone's ready to go off for a break and and some of the players they just don't bring it that night and and it absolutely was that um you know the Spurs took home the victory 114 to 106 so they ended up winning by eight points uh, the Spurs shot 43% from the field. They shot 29% from three. Not all that great. Um, we shot 18 free throws, which which is pretty good to see. Uh, we won the, the rebounding battle, which I talk about a lot. And that's something that the Spurs have been doing well this season, surprisingly, because we don't go big that much. And it's really Jakob and, and DeJounte who do most of that load, that carry that load for us. We won the assist battle, 29 to 25. Um, they actually had three more steals than us. Uh, we turned it over five more times than they did. Uh, we won the battle in the in the paint, right? Which is another key factor that I look at with our team because that's what we try to do every game. We try to get to the paint and penetrate and and get get good high quality shots or kick those paint touches out to wide open threes, right? That's kind of what we've been leaning on all season, um, and we were able to win the battle in the paint, sixty to fifty four. Now the headliners in that game. For the San Antonio Spurs was was Keldon Johnson. We can talk about KJ for a second. Uh, he played 36 minutes. He had 22 points, seven rebounds, two assists. You know he was just a monster on the boards. He was he was uh, looking like a freshman year rookie year KJ, the guy that was just sticking his nose and everything and just making people look silly and and you know stealing the ball away from players. You know when they weren't looking, stuff like that. You know he was bringing the energy. You know so he. He was one of those guys who did have the energy from the get-go, and and he did a lot of his work in the first half, um, you know, and then he hit some outside shots here and there. He, he got he got the Spurs rolling because because we didn't look like we're all that ready to play. We we looked like we weren't in attack mode, you know. Um, I don't know if you saw that reel from the Spurs the other day, but where the dogs at, baby? Where the dogs at? And KJ was one of those guys who who brought that fight and that grit to this game. Um, you know, Yaka Pertle had a huge, huge game. Huge. 20 points, 17 rebounds. 17 rebounds for Jakob. And that's because OKC has, like, no big guys. They Their their only big guy is is Derek Favors, uh, who who I think is doing a fantastic job there. We got to give him some love. He's not one of these veterans that is like, 
I need to go and play for a championship team or I need to go and into a place where I can, you know, get get a lot of run or whatever. It's like Derek Favors knows that he's probably on his way out of the league and he's probably making some decent money playing for OKC, coming off the bench and just kind of doing what he needs to do for that squad. So um, other than him, it was, it's like Alexev Pokashevsky and Roby. I think the guy's name is Roby, right? So they, they don't run a lot of bigs. So Jakob is able to just eat and eat against OKC. He, he did the last time too, I believe. He had another big game. Uh, DeJounte, right, our all-star, had 18 points, 8 assists, 7 rebounds. Uh, near, nearing that triple-double, didn't quite get it. Devin Vassell was off, uh, was off to a great start, hit some really nice buckets, man. He was able to get to the rim. And I'm telling you, the way this guy is able to attack the rim and elevate in the paint and just kind of get over people and finish on the like above the rim it's not always a dunk but it's always a silky smooth nice finish um he's got a nice first step you know if he if he blows by his defender there's a you know his chances of finishing that play go way up way up right he finished with 15 points six assists five rebounds not a bad night for Devin Vassell uh but you know the the, the big guy that I want to talk about the, the key swing man in this game and for the past three games has been Lonnie Walker right and we talked about it a lot in the last podcast you know was it a now or never time for Lonnie after Derek White got traded you know there was a lot of rumors out there that Lonnie was was on was on the on the it was on the trading market and so was Jakob you know Jakob and Lonnie did not get traded and what this move has done for Lonnie is really giving him opportunity and that's that's kind of the only way I can I can classify it is that he has this opportunity now to come off the bench in like this six man role sometimes it's it's a seventh man depending who comes in sometimes you might see like Keita come in first or Zach Collins or something like that it's not always Lonnie who's the first one off the bench but you know he's he's one of the first guys off the bench and he's been able to to relish in that opportunity I talked about it a lot. I hope you guys that are listening saw the game and and or go look at the highlights. Even go look at go look at the highlights. And when you're gonna see Lonnie Walker be successful, is usually off that two dribble. Remember, I was talking about what does Lonnie need to do to be successful this season and to kind of get himself in a position to get himself a contract. Because you know who knows, you know who knows if Lonnie's gonna be with the Spurs past this season, uh, but. What I want is Lonnie to prove that he belongs in the league, period, right? And the way he he has been playing uh, last year and this year hasn't helped that case. And, you know, to me, I talked about it on the last episode, so I'm not going to get into it too much. But, you know, he just has too much in his bag, right? And he kind of isn't, you know... Um, doesn't have the IQ enough really to put it all together just yet in this in this stage of his career. Possibly in the future, I think it he will. But at this point, you know, we need to simplify the game. I'm like, look, Lonnie one is taking too many dribbles, and you can easily see when he takes too many dribbles, it leads to just bad decisions, right? Bad decisions. Sometimes bad shots, bad decisions, bad passes, turnovers, missed shots. Like just you know, I saw I saw him bring up the ball. Uh, against OKC and and like he got the rebound and brought it up himself took like three more dribbles and then uh, just took a mid-range jumper when he had a wide open shooter up there on the wing and he missed the jumper and pop just threw his hands up in the air he was like oh man and then and then Lonnie immediately like like pointed at him like yeah that was on me 
Yeah, but it's because Lonnie Lonnie needs to stay in his pocket, if you will, and he'll be very successful there. And so when you see Lonnie catching that ball and not messing around with it, and he's either shooting it or, or putting it on the floor once or twice and getting to the rim, man, he looks awesome. And he's doing a lot more on the defensive end too. And and Lonnie had, let me see, Lonnie in this game had another five rebound game. And I want to talk about those. There should be two, there should be two stats that you look at. If you want to know if Lonnie had a good game, rebounding and fouls. When Lonnie Walker has zero rebounds and zero fouls, it was just one of those games where he did not impact the game at all, right? Um, but for the past three games, he's been getting some boards. He's been he's been committing some tough fouls. He's he's gotten a couple steals. He had a really nice play in this OKC game where he was on ball. I think it was against Trey Mann. And Trey Mann drove all the way to the lane and 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 tried to go up on Lonnie. And Lonnie just swiped down on the ball, got the steal. And then um, the Spurs got the steal and went the other way on the break. And then Lonnie kind of trailed the break. And they found Lonnie coming down. And then he put it on the floor once and had a really nice finish um, at the rim. So it's like that's that kind of defense to offense stuff you want to see with Lonnie. Not catch the ball inside out crossover step back off the pick and roll get to your elbow maybe or maybe maybe dish it out you know he'll sometimes he'll he'll get up into his shot like if he's going to shoot it he's all the all the way up and then he just wants to pass it at the very last second it's like bro what are you doing take the shot right so it's it's that indecisive Lonnie that that hurts him but we've been seeing this consistent Lonnie of getting buckets knocking down some shots and um crashing the boards he's he's getting after it on defense there's a couple times here and there where he messes up but so does everybody so Lonnie Walker is trending upwards and that's huge for the Spurs man I mean like if you want to just talk about being competitive right being competitive excuse me if you want to talk about being competitive Lonnie is a big part of that when Lonnie I talked about it early in the season when Lonnie and Devin Vassell were coming off the bench together if they can each produce man we're, we're tough Man, we are tough. When those two guys get going on the on, at the same time, geez, man, look out, you know. But Lonnie's been that up and down guy all season. So hopefully, you know, in these remaining twenty two games or so, we we see a consistent Lonnie. I think that will show a lot of growth. That will show a lot of positivity. That will show a lot of, um, I think, willingness from the Spurs maybe to think a little bit harder about keeping him around. Right. So Lonnie Walker did great in this game, uh, really helped us out there, kind of bobbled the late game pass down the stretch when it was like 20 seconds left and we're trying to inbounding it. We're, tr- we're trying to, to inbound the ball and they're pressing us and Lonnie comes down and they throw it to Lonnie and he j- it just bounces right off his hands. I'm like, oh, Lonnie, what are you doing? But then, you know, it didn't hurt us. I think Doug McDermott picked up the rebound and or the loose ball and we're able to. uh were able to get the ball back and close out that game. So, you know, it was, it was a good win against OKC, a team that we should be beating. You know, they're one of the only, you know, five, six teams that are actually doing worse than us this season. So you like you like to see us win those games. You know, I want to take a second here to talk about uh, a video that I put out a few days ago on, you know, which direction should the Spurs head to? So if you guys are listening to this and you don't subscribe to me on YouTube, you need to go to YouTube, you need to get on your app, get your phone out, go to YouTube, type in Spurs Tube TV and just subscribe. Look look at the video that I have. It's a thumbnail with pop on it and it's lottery on the one side, playing on the other. And I brought in uh, my friends from Alamo City Limits podcast, Noah McGarrell-George and Damian Bartonic, brought them on to, to give me their take, right? 
because uh, you know they're a lot smarter than me when it comes to analytics and to what's going on in the draft and and I trust those guys a bunch on what they have to say about Spurs basketball. I bring that coaching perspective, so I never want to lose. I never feel like you know losing is a good option, even though I know that sometimes losing is winning when it comes to draft the draft night and drafting good players. Sometimes you got to lose to win, right? You got to lose to get that good player so you can start winning in the future. I understand that, and that's a part of me that's that it's, it's that tug and pull uh, with just the coaching mentality uh, that I have. And I, I wanted to bring this discussion to this podcast, you know, because uh, Noah and Damian. Uh, we're both on the side of, hey, man, we need to kind of stay where we're at because having a high lottery pick, a, a top seven pick, is more important than any type of development that you know the Spurs can get through being in the play-in because this is what we're talking about. This is the difference here. You know, They, they brought up some great points, and if we stay where, where we're at right now, kind of in the standings, you know, we're looking at a top six, seven, eight pick maybe, and if we get to that playing level, then we're talking about getting another late lottery pick like 11, 12, 13, possibly 14. If we get into the play and we actually make the playoffs by some miracle, you know, then we're probably going to end up having a 15th pick or 16th pick later on in the draft. You know, and then Noah brought up the point that we that we have Boston and Toronto's pick this season as well. Right. So um, that is can be leverage, you know, packaging a couple of these picks together to help us move up is, is, is a a good idea. I like that idea. Um, I like the idea of having like the seventh pick, which is where we're at now packaging like 17 and 18, right. Two of the picks to try to move up from like seven to five or seven to four and try to get one of those guys. Now I, I don't watch enough college basketball to know if any of those top five guys in the draft are the guy, you know, are going to be the guy that are going to help the Spurs, you know, move forward? Or are they just going to be another piece of that puzzle? You know, I, I don't really know. And but what I do know, what I do know, and the reason why I kind of side on valuing play in competition and playoff competition is because it gets the guys that you have on your squad better. Like, yeah, Devin Vassell might not be that guy this year. But Devin Vassell or Josh Primo or Kel- Keldon Johnson, might be that number one, number two guy for this team if they can build towards that. They don't have to come into the league your number one guy, and I don't, I don't see the Spurs doing that e- either. You know, I had I, I put out this GIF the other day. It was, <laughs> it was like um, this, this funny GIF or whatever, and it was just like the Spurs telling their top five pick, "Hey, you're gonna spend the this year in the G League because you need it more than the Spurs need you." And I, I can just see the Spurs doing that. I can see the Spurs taking a top five pick and putting them in Austin half the year. I don't know. I can also see them not doing it. Uh, but it really just depends on what the roster looks like. Um, you know, so I, I see a lot of value in Devin Vassell and Primo right now. And I think there's more value. You know, like I think if we give Devin Vassell that load, you know, that, hey, you're our, you're our number one scoring guy, which he has the opportunity to kind of take that responsibility now that he's in the starting shooting guard spot like he's only going to get that opportunity for 20 some games this season but if he gets a full season of being in that role and the Spurs actually designing this team the offense to give Devin Vassell those looks game in game out you know what can Devin Vassell do with with all that I, I think he can do quite a bit you know what I'm saying? So I think he can play like a number one guy. You know, I, I honestly do. 
you know, and I think that you get closer to the playoffs by by elevating what you have. You know what I mean? So I think we have DeJounte Murray who, you know, Pop talks about him taking a step forward every single year he's been in the league, and now he's an all-star. Uh, he's an alternate all-star, right? And and I think if I want to be honest, I think DeJounte Murray is putting up the numbers, right? He's putting up the numbers to make, like, his case almost undeniable. But when you actually see him play, there's, there's, there's a little bit of back and forth on, you know, is, is he – a guy that is your bucket getter is he the guy that can actually take over games i think he can be one of those guys because we've seen it we've seen it this year where he closes out four quarters for us he closes out the fourth quarter he gets to the paint he puts up his little floater mid-range jump shot and he can knock it down which means that he can hit big time shots in big time moments but in a playoff series, let's talk about a playoff series. Like, let's say they're actually trying to take DeJounte Murray out of the game. Is he good enough to then overcome that? I think he's smart enough to. I just don't know if he's there yet. So, you know, he's he's an all-star this year. He's our all-star, but I also kind of feel like he he's not, like, an all-star level player as, like, you know, the maybe the top seven, eight guys, guards at least, you know, in the all-star game. Like, all those guys you can just literally throw the ball to, and it doesn't matter what you do, they're going to kill you. You know what I mean? They're either going to get a bucket or make you pay. And DeJounte is is trending in that direction, but I wouldn't say he's up there quite yet. Um, so, you know, DeJounte can definitely be one of those pieces. I think everyone is on the same page with that. I don't think anyone is out here saying, oh, man, all DeJounte's our all-star, and, you know, he's, he's the number one guy. I think pretty much it's unanimous that – Spurs Nation kind of feels like he's our guy, but he's he can't be the number one offensive guy. And I think that's true. And I think Devin Vassell can be that guy or Joshua Primo can maybe one day be that guy. You know, um, I'm not sure if drafting one of these top five guys in the draft is, is going to be that dude. You know, I, I don't know, but, but we'll we'll find out. We'll find out what happens around draft time. That's going to be very interesting. But the debate is um lottery high lottery pick or development and right now on youtube i want you to go to youtube go to that video look at the comments it's there's it's it's pretty split i, I would say maybe 60 40 60 of people in the comments want the spurs to uh to kind of not tank but stay where we're at right you know pop said it the other day you can't ask your team to lose you know what i mean tanking isn't really uh part of the, the the picture and isn't really uh, something you can ask of your players, you know, to lose and to not be competitive. And you see that. And I've said that for years now. It's like, we don't tank. We're not just going to lose. We're not just going to lose. And, and we're developing at the same time. You can't develop and tank at the same time because in order to tank, you need to put your worst players on the floor or keep your best players on the injured reserve or whatever, so you can tank a season or so. And we're not doing that. We're developing our guys. So we're always going to be above that tanking line, but below that playoff line until either one or two things. You draft someone who's going to make you better, or your guys that you have right now get better. And that one is the one I think people just forget about. They just forget about the whole idea of these guys can get better, and these guys can become better players and it's like that's what we see in san antonio that's what was what we do you know we get Kawhi leonard 13th pick or whatever and then four years later he's mvp five years later not not the next year 
You know what I mean? So so we can do that, I think, with a guy like Vassell. I have a lot of high hopes for Vassell there, um, you know, taking that role. So I, I don't know. We'll see. But we have All-Star Weekend coming up. And, you know, I'm going to be very excited to watch DeJounte Murray. To be honest, I'm not really into the All-Star game. It's it's boring, man. Oh, man, I think ever since I was like a junior or senior in high school, which I'm, I feel old now, uh, was back like in 06, 07, that's when I kind of stopped watching the game. The last game that I think I actually watched, All-Star Game, was the one in Dallas when they were playing in the AT&T Center, which might have been Kevin Durant's like first All-Star Game, which is crazy, right? feels like a long time ago, um, showing my age there. But but honestly, the All-Star Game, I'm just going to be interested to see DJ have some fun. I think DJ in this game is going to benefit by playing with these guys and it's going to elevate his confidence, elevate his swagger. And he might learn a few things here and there, too, about himself. Not like, oh, I'm going to learn a new move. But he's going to learn, like, oh, I'm here. You know, when you're playing with your peers and your peers are the best in the league and you're there with them, it does something for you. It does something for you. So I think that's that's the big takeaway for for Keldon. I mean, not for Keldon, for, uh, for DeJounte. You know, hopefully he, you know, gets a... A couple buckets here and there and hopefully he stays healthy doesn't do anything too crazy and and then we can call it a day and we can get back to work right uh so that's that's what i'm looking forward to uh saturday night is more interesting to me tonight this is friday night right i'm recording this friday afternoon so as of now um you know we have the rising star challenge tonight which devin Bissell i wish was a part of that but he got snubbed if you ask me but you know it's hard for it's hard for for someone to achieve an individual accolade this season because the Spurs are playing this move the ball around type of basketball and and it it really just it it varies from week to week who's doing well who's not the only two consistent players have been Dejounte and Jakob um, Doug McDermott uh, is shooting the ball well now. Uh, Keldon's been shooting the ball pretty well all season, but he also has those games. You know, you know which ones I'm talking about, right? So Devin Vassell, sometimes he gets good minutes, sometimes he doesn't. Um, you know, so so there's a lot of growth happening right here. So you know, I wish Devin Vassell was playing tonight, but he's not, and that's that's it. We got to move forward. I kind of wish that moving forward, the Spurs just pass on stuff like this. Oh, you want me to be in this Rising Star game? No, nah, I'm good. Why? Because I'm part of the Spurs. Y'all don't want us here. Why do we want to be here? Right? You don't want to put us on national TV. Why do we want to be here? Oh, you want you want one of us to shoot in the three-point contest? Why? Nah, I pass. Why? Because you guys you guys don't show us any love. You guys don't show us any, so why should I go and participate in this? You know, that's kind of what I feel how I feel about it, but I also want these guys to kind of, you know, do whatever they need to do to to get ahead. So, whatever. That's just my quick thought on that. Um, all right, guys, that's going to be it. We're recording this Friday. Uh, try to get back to you with another pod on Monday. Uh, let me know if you are digging the podcast. I try to do as many as I can this week, and I think I did four. Uh, you know, I have a couple ideas. You can let me know in the comments, um, you know, when you rate this podcast. You know, I always wonder, how do you, like, how do you, how does a podcast grow? You know, and I, I'm still trying to figure that out. And what I do know is that rating the podcast and writing a review down in the bottom uh, helps us get ranked on the platforms like Spotify and 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 Apple. So if you are listening to this, it goes a huge way to just like rate it, put like a comment or re- a short review down there. That helps us climb the ranks. And and I've been podcasting for like three years, and I kind of went away from it because YouTube showed a lot more growth opportunities. So 
but I'm trying to get back to it at the same time over here. So I don't know. We'll see. Um, but anyways, uh, go Spurs go. Uh, I'm thinking about doing more podcasts with other content creators. You know, some of the contributors that I have that I have there on the website at SpursTubeTV.com. Trying to get them in here a little bit more often. And also, uh, I know Anchor provides a opportunity for you guys to drop voicemails. So if you guys would be interested in leaving voicemails and me doing like one episode a week that's just like taking a couple voicemails here and there and getting your voices on the show, uh, go ahead and, and let me know in the comments down below as well. You know, I'm, I do have a Patreon going on. It kind of went down in flames, to be honest. Once I stopped doing live shows on YouTube, the live shows weren't really doing that well. So um, kind of went away from that. So we're pivoting a lot over here at Spurs 2. This has been a season where we're trying out different things, seeing what's working, what type of content you guys want, uh, and, and what type of content you guys enjoy. Right. So, so we're committed over here to bringing you quality Spurs content. Either it be educational or entertainment or, or insightful or, or whatever. Uh, we're trying to bring that to you here at SpursTube, right? So SpursTubeTV.com. You can check us out on YouTube. On Instagram, I'm doing a lot of fun stuff there as well. Check on check me out on Twitter. Every now and then on Twitter, I get on and uh, live tweet the game. So I'm kind of telling you my thoughts throughout the game. Hey, this is going on. I see this. I see that. Keep an eye out for this. Keep an eye out for that. Whatever. Throughout a game, right? So that's, that's a lot of fun to interact with you guys there. Um, again, if you want to support the channel, you can do that in a few ways. You can check the Patreon link down uh, below. You can go to the website, join the email list at the on the website, subscribe to this channel, rate it, leave a comment, a review. That helps us out a lot. And we're just trying to grow here. This is a this is a season of growth, not just for the Spurs, you know, but for Spurs content creators. You know, when when we're not doing well, we're not winning games, man, it's tough. It's tough for us. But if you're listening to this, you're one of those ride or die guys. And and I appreciate you for listening and watching my stuff and and being being supportive in whatever way that you can. Right. So check out the links to the website in the description below and also the link to Maximum Slim. If you guys are trying to better your health, better your wellness, you know, take some uh, supplements, get some help, uh, you know, to lose some weight, whatever it is. There's some great coffee out there, great tea. I'm a big beverage guy. I'm always drinking something. Um, and that's that's what that's a part of it that I love. But they have so much stuff there uh, that Maximum Slim provides, right? So if you are into that, uh, check out the link to them in the description below. And we'll catch you on the next one. Bota vida.